Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. It is Pac-12 football and beyond, getting you ready for week 11, and what a week it's going to be, headlined by one of the great rivalries. I don't know that anybody or many people outside the Northwest realize how big of a rival that Oregon and Washington is. I compare it to friends in the South. I, I try to give them a a relative comparison, and it's like Auburn-Georgia, oldest rivalry in the South. Washington-Oregon do not like one another. That's the feature line game, and is Oregon headed towards something special? Can they finish the rest of this season and, um, you know, get this one? They've got Utah in Eugene, then they got Oregon State. Get through all those. They play the conference championship game. A lot at stake. I do believe Oregon runs the table. I think they're going to be in. Uh, into the playoffs, personally. USC Colorado on Friday night. We're going to get into that. Also going to talk a little bit about uh, Arizona State, Washington State, then uh, Cal, Oregon State, uh, Utah, Stanford, then Arizona, UCLA. Who's the best team in the Pac-12? I was asked that on another show today. We'll get into that a little bit. But let's get into, let's go down through, got the first game up is USC Colorado. Look, this USC defense has been an it's been an issue with it all year long. However, if this run defense um, which struggled in the early part of the year, and it's the secondary that's struggling struggling now, they do not of the three teams, USC, Oregon, and UCLA, they look like the third best team in the Pac-12 in terms of the teams that are in the race. This will be interesting to see if Colorado can do anything against this USC defense. They're not really good. If if you can't handle this offense, this bad Colorado offense, you're in trouble. But they're having trouble. Um, the takeaways are not uh, as prevalent as they were in the early part of the year. So they're not doing anything particularly well. But the offense is going to get them through this game. And if it's going to get them beyond this game into something special, they're going to have to get it done on the offensive side of the ball. Of course, huge, huge game in Pasadena next week against UCLA. We'll get into that next week. Then, of course, they got Notre Dame, and we'll see where that takes them. Uh, got some thoughts on that. Uh, USC takes care of business here. No problem. Style points, eh, be fine. Remember, if you look at the resume, the only loss is to Utah late in a interesting, controversial, if you will, type game. Good team on the road in a game that could have won, but the tape says uh, not that good. Definitely good enough for this week. The Washington's at Oregon. Folks, don't be surprised here. I do like Oregon to win it, first of all. I think they're the better team. I think they're more balanced. It's an Austin. If this was in Seattle, I'd be right there pulling for a huge upset. But both are playing good football, but the difference is Washington – defensively gives up a bunch of big plays. I do think you can throw an Oregon, and Washington's going to throw it. If it's an overall who has the better team, it's clearly Oregon. But Washington is a really good-looking football team. I mean, they really are. Um, Oregon has got a lot of balance. That quarterback is playing great. They can run the football. Um, you know, Irving, Whittington have been outstanding. They're giving up 26 points per game. 
They give up some rushing yards, but it's passing yards. They allow a whole bunch. They're 117th in passing yards. Bo Nix may have to win this one in the shootout, and he's playing very well. Now, Washington's defense is getting lit up by everybody. Um, weather helped keep Oregon State down last week, but that is a real issue. Now, though, on the other side of it, Washington is capable of making this a shootout game and matching point for point. I do think there's an edge for Oregon at home. I think that there's, if I'm going to take advantage of who's got a better chance of getting some stops, I'd go with Oregon a little bit here. But, look, it's um, if you look at this Washington offense against this Oregon defense, Penix has just been outstanding. Um, he has a knack for making big plays. He's going to test that Oregon secondary. Um, they're going to need more production, though, out of the backfield. I think Oregon can pressure Penix a little bit more than most people have, so they're going to have to run the football to slow that down. Uh, Tiala Papa and Cameron Davis have been serviceable running backs, um, but they've not the type of guys that you would normally expect them, um, you know, uh, to have the type of success running the football as you need them to. Davis is the Virginia transfer. There's nothing special about their backs. For Oregon, uh, Bo Nix has been outstanding. Um, He's he's putting up big numbers. I like the balance of Oregon's offense more than Washington's. Strong running game. Um, Irving, as I mentioned, can tear you up. Noah Whittington has been really good. Both of them have been steady, outstanding. Look, Oregon has scored 41 points in eight straight outings, I believe it is. And, And look, I like this team a lot. I think they can win a shootout. I think defensively, while that's not going to be the calling card for either one of these teams, I do believe that Oregon is more capable of getting stops than they absolutely have to. Uh, Washington runs defense has been pretty good, so we'll see what they're going to do against this Oregon's offensive line. Like I don't know that they're going to cover, but I don't see Washington pulling the complete upset. With that said. I'm going to tell you, this is one of those games. It's one of those rivalry games, like I've mentioned before, the underdog usually steps up big. So expect Washington's best game, whatever that is. Is it going to be good enough to beat Oregon? Spoil their run? They would love nothing more to do that. If it's in Seattle, I'm picking Washington in the upset. And Autzen... I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I can't say that the better team is going to lose at home. And look, I don't want to take a shot, but I also am given the benefit of doubt of Dan Landing and his staff, who really gotten better and better. I mean, who besides Brian Kelly at LSU has done a better job of getting his team to get better and better and better as the season goes along other than Dan Landing and his staff? This is not Mario Cristobal, where they underachieved in some of these games. Maybe I'm going to be surprised. But I'd be surprised if Washington's able to pull the upset 
over Oregon. I'd be surprised if Oregon didn't play their best. And I don't think they can win if Oregon plays their best. Arizona State is at Washington State. Arizona State 3-6. and six, Closing out the season. Washington State 5-4, and four, trying to get bowl eligible. This Sundale offense is making things interesting. They, you know, it's not the year everybody wanted for them, but the passing game went off against Colorado, kept going against UCLA, and that's going to have to bomb away against Washington State secondary. That's been really good thus far. The Arizona State defense gives up third down conversions on anyone. Um, there will be an interception. The Sun Devils have picked off a pass in every game. They're going to be able to do that. Um, that's going to be key. Third down conversions have been a problem for Washington State. Um, they need to get this game to get bowl eligible. Arizona State's going to make it tough. It's going to make it fun. I think the offense is going to throw the football well enough and I think eventually pull away from the Sun Devils here, um, particularly in uh, Martin Stadium in Pullman. Cal's at Oregon State. The Bears in desperate need of a win. They're 3-6. and six. Oregon State is 6-3, and three, already qualified for a bowl game. On a five-game losing streak, the defense has crashed. It's more about the team not being able to break through with a, a lick of luck in several close games. The offense and passing game keep on working with three touchdown passes in each of the last three games. Uh, Jack Palmer went off for 400 yards against USC. And, you know, Cal can't stop anyone from throwing. So as long as Plummer is on, he'll get time against an Oregon State defense that doesn't have a pass rush. This will be a fight. But this Cal defense is just not getting the job done, slowing people down. Um, it had to go against USC, Oregon, and Washington over the last three weeks, but everybody's thrown very effectively against his secondary. Um, Oregon State's offense coming off of a rough day in that loss to Washington. Um, Oregon State kind of gets to have fun. It's bowl eligible. Has a trip to Arizona State next week before dealing with Oregon. Can play a little looser. Like their chances to take care of business in next week. Get that seventh win this week and eighth win. And then got a chance to play Oregon to go nine wins, which is great. Or eight and four is very good. Uh, they can have a little fun now. So I expect them to take care of business this week. Utah is at Stanford. Man, what Stanford we're going to see. Let's remind folks, as Notre Dame was pummeling Clemson in, at home last week, it was this same Notre Dame team, or actually it wasn't the same Notre Dame team. It was Notre Dame, but didn't look like the same team that um, was able to get a win against the Irish, the Stanford team. Um, the defense didn't do anything in the home loss to Washington State. Stanford's defense is really good on third downs. In fact, they're best the best statistically in the conference. Pass defense has held its own. Uh, Utah's the wrong team for Stanford to deal with right now. Turnover margin is a big problem for Stanford, minus 12 on the year. Utah's taken the ball away multiple times in six of the last eight games. The bigger problem is a non-existent run defense that got ripped apart for 630 yards and eight scores against UCLA and Washington State over the last two games. Utah continues to be a powerhouse on the ground. It ran for over 300 yards, five scores in the win over Arizona, and should pound away against the Stanford defensive front. Stanford has to keep this low score. Uh, Utah might have 14 points pretty early. I think Utah built a little bit different this year. I think they take care of business, win, probably win going away. I'm not sure about 24, but they'll win. 
Arizona at UCLA finally in Pasadena. This Arizona offense is improved, playing better. The defense might not do a whole lot, but the passing game that has been rolling all season will hit the Bruins for at least 250 yards and come up with about 400 yards of total offense. That's what they do. They're, they're playing well. The offensive line hasn't been bad at keeping penetration out of the backfield, into the backfield. Uh, everyone is getting time to work, and it should make this a shootout-type game. The, U- the UCLA secondary has allowed 250 yards or more in five of the last six games, and it got hit for 349 yards last week against Arizona State. The Arizona defense doesn't do anything to get into the backfield. It's dead last in tackles for loss. They really don't have any answers on defense. Use UCLA can fire away. They can grind it out. I think that's going to be the difference. UCLA's on a mission. Folks, UCLA might be the most complete team. If it's not Oregon, it's UCLA. Not USC is the way I see it. So we'll see. I think they take care of business this week, and what a matchup next week. Finally, USC-UCLA is going to be huge again next week with um, certainly Pac-12 implications at stake. But I expect the Bruins, the Trojans to take care of business, and I think Oregon will likely do it as well. That would set up for a huge week next week. Obviously, again, with USC-UCLA, Oregon would have Utah. What a tough matchup that's going to be, even though that's uh, in Eugene. So, folks, um, the Pac-12 maybe doesn't get as much respect as certainly they should get. Uh, they're a very good league, and they, they've they got a lot of depth. They've got a lot of balance. This is going to test these teams, and it's going to be an awful lot of fun. Hey, a reminder that we've got more detailed film room breakdowns on all of these games in the world of college football, as well as in the NFL. So make sure that you check it out today. Uh, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. Take advantage of the football season sale. It's the best deal we got going. And, yeah, that'll take you all the way through if you take advantage of the football season sale. It'll get you not the football season, just the football season. It'll take you away all the way through next football season. So you get two football seasons worth for the price of one. It's the best deal we got. Plus, in the middle of that, you're going to get all the recruiting, all the NFL draft, all the free agency, all the coaching coaching searches. We got it all for you there. Also, I'd like to ask you to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, where you can not only get the Pac-12 show, but all the other conference shows that we have with the same name. So appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the games. We'll be back early next week to break it down for you. How does it look inside the film room? We'll have it for you. So long, everybody. Talk to you then.